I love truth. Don't y'all love truth? It is, it is the most distinctive thing. One of the most distinctive things about River Church is that we question everything until we believe it. We, we want truth. Hallelujah. And uh, we've been talking about water walking. But the truth is, the fact is, the, the reality is, is that all Christians, all Christians, not, not just Christians here or Brother Hagen or Oral Roberts, we are all been endowed to be water walkers. There is nobody that had to sit in the boat because they didn't have the stuff to walk on the water. Peter was just the one that was able to pull the pin. He had a little curiosity about him. He had a little boldness. He had a little itch that he wanted to scratch and say, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come. We ought to be pulling on those things all the time. Lord, if there's anything for me to do, you know, you have not because you ask not. Many times, many times I've heard the Lord say, ask me how to pray, what to pray for. Lord, what do you want me to pray for? And then, he, then you pray in the Holy Ghost, and you'll say, oh, that's what we're supposed to be praying for. So I'll, we'll pray something that wasn't really on my radar. I, I remember several times where he would say, it's time to believe me for a new car. Well, the car was fine. But how many of y'all know it could break down the next week, or it could be this, that, and the other. And so it was time to believe him for a new car. Well, this one's fine. Well, if you want to think that way, think that way. But if you want to live higher, you'll let him, you'll be interested in what he's interested in. And you won't give a rip about what he doesn't care about. It's just like, ah, ah. Used to be, was always about that, but now that's, that's no more. So um, all Christians are endowed to walk on the water, but you have to develop it. I'm real fascinated with uh, my new grandson living at the house right now. He's six months old, and he, he can, I, when I get cranky, I, I hide it pretty good. Well, maybe not that good, but he, he just lets her rip. If it ain't going his way, we're going we're gonna to tell it to the housetops. I'm not used to that, but like I told you last week, I, I'm, that's where I am right now. So um, we gotta, we got to resolve conflicts in our heart. you got to quit being mad at people. What I'm, on a little, I'm on a little surge right now. You know, I tell all. Bless the Lord. Deborah says, please, please, don't tell all. She's afraid I'll tell something on her, but uh, uh, she's perfect so far, so it, it, there's nothing to tell. But I'm on a little thing of cleaning up my life. Not, not, not sin in my life. I, I work on that. But uh, making myself as valuable to the king as he is to me. Uh, there's a gift of God in me. There's a gift of God in you. And you better, you better acknowledge it. You better say, this thing's worth something. If you treat it like trash, it'll, it'll only operate like trash. But there's a, there's a gift inside of all of us, many gifts. And you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And the call of God in your life is, is uh, without repentance. It, it will not be taken away. You and I will be uh, rewarded for how we used what was in us, the gifts and the talents. But... Uh, so right now, I'm measuring people. I have been now for about two years. Uh, I don't have time to carry everybody in my life. Now, y'all listen, because I'm going to tell you what to do with yours. You don't have time to carry everybody that wants to be carried. Like Annette said, and like Melissa, like all of y'all said, 
People want what you have and what you are, but sometimes they want it free. They don't intend to go anywhere with it. They don't care to develop it. They just want you to pray. They just want you to take care of it. And you can. I can. I will. But after a while, if they're not going to do something with it, it's, a, it's counterproductive. We used to, when I was in the Baptist church, we would have domino parties and, and um, potlucks, I guess they called them. And we would invite sinners, people that weren't saved, or at least people that weren't in the church to them. Well, as it turned out, we thought we were doing a great thing because they never came to church. They, we wanted them to come and see that we were normal, even though we were Christians. We were so normal, it, it, it was sad how normal we were. We were just like the unsaved. We were just like them. But we'd have them come and, and see how much fun we were having. We could play 42 and, and uh, eat and carry on and all that, and they would want to be like us. Well, they were already like us. We were already like them. We were giving false comfort to them. We were saying to them, you can be just like you are. You don't have to change because look at us. We're, having, we're doing this, and we're not being spiritual, and we think we're going to heaven. Well, you cannot be spiritual, and you can go to heaven. It was wrong. And so right now in my life, I'm, if you want me, now, now, wait a minute, let me back up. I'm not puffed up about it, but I'm acknowledging the greater one in me. I'm acknowledging my time. I just have 24 hours. Are y'all getting more than that? No, you're not. You're not getting more than seven days. Everybody's got the same. And so uh, I believe that he would use me more if I didn't use up my time on worthless things, on things that were unproductive, unfruitful, un weren't going anywhere. That he, 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 it's not like he puts a choice in front of me and says, choose this door or this door, Johnny, and you might could do better. It's like if I'm busy doing something that's just there, then I never can get the opportunity to go do something that would be unique and specific to me. And so I'm measuring people. I've been going around the country and, or calling people and that have always been in my life, and I've been trying to resurrect them, saying, hey, here I am, college roommate, here I am. Old friend back in the, in the day of uh, first getting saved and born again and spirit-filled. What's going on? And then I, I pick at it, and I go see them, and I write them letters, and I send them a book, and, and see if anything sparks. And it sparked a time or two. And then I, I pick that up and say, I, I, there's only two relationships that I'm willing to in, 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 imbibe right now. People I'm ministering to and people that are ministering to me. Everything else is neutral. Everything else is just life. You check out your groceries, you get your oil changed, all that's there. And I'm always looking for a place to plant a seed, but fellowship and relationships. And so if they don't spark, if they're like, whatever, whatever, they don't want anything of me because I have something. I just move on. I just, I, I never knows this, I give them this. <laughs> I'm having a great time. You'd think I'd be sad, but I'm always was feeling responsible to include them and call them and whatever. And I was, I was wasting my gift. I was wasting my years on people that weren't either ever going to be ready or weren't ready then. I'm pretty sure that down the road, because I sowed good things into them, I spoke things into my college roommate, I spoke things into uh, uh, this man down in uh, Central Texas, they know where I am. They know what I'm about. If they ever say, you know, I, I'm interested in Jesus now, and I know Michael Billings has got some of that in him, I'm going to call him. I'm on the hook. But right now, I'm not pursuing anybody like that. 
But now I am interested in people that want what... I am totally investing in River Church and you. I am, and I always have, but I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm cranking it up. I am praying for you. I am believing God for you. Because now I don't have all this baggage over here. I am in. I'm, I don't know if that's worth talking about, but I wanted you all to know where I was, so maybe uh, it would affect you. So I want to be easily persuaded to believe. I do not want to be a hardhead. I do not want to be a stiff neck. I do not want to be someone. Deborah says that I would eat sushi. And I'm like, I don't want to eat sushi. I don't, I'm not interested in that stuff. Not any, any. But she's my girl now. So the other night, she ordered a, a roll of it. I had steak at this, at Tokyo. But I, I let her put one over on my plate. And I said, you know, I'm going to be easily persuaded. I know this is crazy talk. I know this isn't what y'all want to hear, but I'm telling you about my life, so maybe you can just spark something. And I ate that thing, and it was cooked. I, I don't eat that raw stuff. But the little girl come out and said, this stuff's cooked, and it's just this and that and everything. And it was all stuff that I do. So I ate it. And bless the Lord, I'm not saying I'm ordering it, but I, here I am. I made it. Yeah. And there's several things that she said. I want to do this. Well, I don't want to do any of that stuff. But because I'm investing now wholeheartedly in a smaller pool of people, I said yes. Parasailing, yay, 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 yay. But I'm going to be up in the air with my little toes hanging out somewhere someday if, if she, you know. Yeah, I know, Annette. It seems crazy. It's like that, and I, I'm not up there yet. But... Uh, I believe I'm on to something. You may not like how I'm playing it, and I may not even go that way all the way, but I'm telling you, we need to invest. We need to invest in people, and we need to let others go that don't care, that, that are even mocking you. I, I know people want to be with me just so they, because I'm such an anomaly, they want to hear me so they can go tell somebody, yeah, I was with him, he needs crazy as you said. I'm not, I'm cutting those people off. You'll never even get in my life. So uh, I'm, I'm having a great life right now because I have direction and I have purpose and I know how to measure people and say, you're a, you're a time waster. There was someone in my office the other day, and I'm going to tell you, he's a time waster. He just long stories and on. Well, I, let me tell you this one story and then I'll be gone. He wasn't gone. He told me another long story. So I just called him out. I just said, oh, you ju you're just a Baptist. You, you're messing with the Holy Ghost. You know all about the Holy Ghost. You all know all about speaking in tongues. But you, you think you don't need it, that you're some sort of thing. And I, I said, I haven't got time for you. And I said, this, this is not, this is, I, I'm not here to entertain you and spend my time. I, you, you are on my clock. And you know what? He, won't, he changed his tune. And he, he came to church Wednesday, and then he, checked, he texted me and said, I'll be there next Wednesday. I hate to tell that because y'all look at him and say, oh, you're the one. But uh, <laughs> y'all have, have to not, not, not let him know. But this is working for me. And uh, the, the guy in Texas called me, wants to just mess around on the phone. Doesn't want any, I got things to say. 
It's radon. Quit talking to me. You don't know anything. You don't have anything. I know something and I have something. Now, you have to understand, I'm not bragging. I do know what his situation is and I have the answer. But he's just, he's just uh, said, zip it. And if he says, well, you just go to thunder and hangs up, I'm good. But if he says, okay, then I can tell him what to fix his life. And it changes everything. I'm acting like Jesus is coming back soon. And that there's a list, a bucket list of what I'm supposed to get done before he gets here. Because there is. And that I better get to it. And that messing around is not an option. I don't believe it's an option for any of us. we got to prioritize. Every day you got to get up and say, i got 30 hours of stuff to do and 24 hours to do it. Something's got to go. And you lop off six hours. And then at the end of the day, you go, nailed it. I got what I was supposed to do because the devil wasn't able to send this and that. And that's what it is. The devil sends people to you. And I confronted this the other day in my office. I just confronted and said, you're a fake. You're a hypocrite. You're, you're not real. You've been 30 years messing around with the Holy Ghost, but you won't pull the trigger. I said, I was a Baptist, and I pulled the trigger, and my life has changed. And you got the same old life and the same old thing, the same old... And right there in front of my eyes, we will have to delete all this because I can't let this get out. But I'm just saying, because it's, it's, you know, it's somebody that you will see. But I'm telling you so that you would say, I need to cut some people off that, got, that the devil is sending to waste my life, to slow me down, to wear me out. Even if you have the strength and the time, it takes an emotional toll on you to be with people and listen to them and let them tell them their tell their and you know their excuses and the reasons they're not and you know mama didn't get healed because God didn't you know you just listen to their trash talking and I just now I shut it off and say ah you are just not telling the truth here's what the word says goodbye and they say can I stay a little longer okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said all that. Let's turn to John chapter 14. Are y'all good? I love you more than you can hardly imagine. The shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And I, if, if I qualify in anything of that, if there's any part that I'm in that, that is where I am with you right now. Jesus said unto him, I am the way. Let's say it together. Let's read the red part. Ready, read. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Read it again with me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now, that's very confrontational. That's very narrow. That goes with what I was just talking about. It cuts off everything that says, well, I believe or I think or what about this? Jesus just put it up there, and he said, there's just one way I am that, and there is no other. Next. And there's no discussion here. And that's what we got to do. We got to start knowing. We got to start knowing what's true and going straight to that and let the truth do the work instead of us in our relationship and our fellowship and our we want to be nice. We want to be Smith Wigglesworth was not nice, but he was powerful. I want to be powerful and be and let the truth be nice. So here, based on this scripture, I am the way, the truth, and life. No man cometh to the Father except by me. Let's deduce this. See if this is true. That if you love Jesus, if Jesus is Lord, he said, I am truth, then you love truth. If you love Jesus and he is truth, you have to deduce that I love truth. 
So let's say that. I love truth. Well, then by the very definition of that, you have to say, I do not love religion or things that are not true. I don't like it. It offends me when people uses, uh, uses religious uh, statements and says this is true. I don't like it. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, uh, since I'm prickly when people says, well, I believe that God uses sickness to help people. Because, you know, I had this situation, and then, and then they play out this story. And you got to sit there and endure it instead of saying, that's not true. It's not in the Bible. I'm getting to be a real hard neck about this stuff. I mean, I'm just, uh, uh, I'm, I'm older than I've ever been. And so, and Jesus is coming back sooner than he's ever come. So I'm, I'm just dealing with it. So, so if we struggle with, now, here's, here's this. Let's just follow this through. If we struggle with the word... Well, I just don't believe that's true. Then we're really struggling with Jesus. Well, you're my Lord. No, no, that's not true. Because you've got to be easily persuaded to believe. You know, when, uh, when the Democrats are trying to push something, even before they hear what it's all about, they already know how they're going to vote. And the Republicans, you know, when they have their agenda and anybody comes close to it and thinks about it, they don't have to have any details or whether they lied or whatever. They're in. They're easily persuaded to believe. Same thing with the Baptists and the Methodists. Hey, our way is the highway. And that's, that's what we believe. Because I asked my dad one time, he said, I don't believe everything you believe is necessary. And I said, well, dad, what do you believe? He said, I don't know. I believe what the Baptists believe. <laughs> well, what's that? I don't know. You, you, you hadn't helped. People like that are going to go to hell. Or, you know, are gonna, they're going to have a hard life. I don't want to say they're going to hell, but I just want to say. So... Truth is paramount. He said, I am the truth, and no one comes to the Father except by truth. D doing the mess around, doing the I believe or I think or I, it's not the truth. And the Father, the door is closed to the Father. Not just to go to heaven, not just like I can't go to heaven, but you can't get anything done with your life. You can't get favor for your job. You can't get a friend. You, nothing's working if you're not dealing with the Father in His favor, helping us. Am I right? We are His children, but if we're, if we're the prodigal children and we're off in the pig pen, He can't help us. He's up there looking for us, but we're not around. We're in the pig pen because we believe that our way is the right way. Isn't that what the prodigal did? He said, I believe I'll go and, and to a far country, and so he did. And it wasn't truth. It wasn't right. Now, the older son stayed, and he was messed up, too. But the truth was still the truth, and the father had the truth. So if we struggle with the word, we actually don't trust Jesus. Oh, we're just going to get bold out there. We're going we're to start cutting bait. Um, I wrote down that if you don't, if you don't pursue truth, if you don't find truth, if you don't operate in truth, and if you don't share truth, then by what Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father. The word comes there has a lot of meanings. Uh, no one comes to the Father except by my truth. So if you, don't, if you don't pursue and find and deal with truth, then you are a stranger to God. I don't mean stranger, stranger. They didn't know who you are. Although Jesus said uh, to a bunch of them that said, Lord, we prophesied in your name. 
and we cast out devils in your name. And he turned to them and he said, depart from me. I never knew you. Wow, that's in the Bible. The B-I-B-L-E. You're like, Lord, if we prophesied in your name and we cast it, surely, he said, nope, something about this wasn't true. And I am so on the truth, I am truth, that if it's not truth, it's not in my realm, and you can't come into my realm until you come into the truth realm. So I know you are, but I certainly am. I'm a stickler for truth. Hypocrisy bothers me. When people say, I'm with Jesus, but I don't believe none of his stuff. Or if they say, I believe in God. Well, the Bible says in James that even the demons believe and tremble. So believing in God is, is a low threshold of budding up to God. You've got to believe in Jesus, that he is the only way. Not just that he is a way, but the only way. So then you take a look at Mormons and Jehovah Witnesses and, and pseudo-close-to-Christianity cults or whatever, and you realize they're a thousand miles away. And, but they say, you know, we got the same God. We got the, even Muslims say we got the same God. And it's, that's a hundred thousand miles away. It's, it's not even in, it's, it's a lie. They worship the moon God. They're not even in the ballpark. So, so actually, let's just put this on. Truth is the dividing line in your life. For all the struggles, for all the things that aren't working, the things that we press in, when you, when you have Jesus, it works out. Could I have a better amen? Jesus is the answer to everything. He's the answer. He's fixed everything. He's never without. You never get him in your life and say, it didn't work, or we don't know, or it's, we're having trouble. It's, ne it's never happened. He is the whole answer and the answer. So if we don't have the answer or if we're struggling, then we don't, we don't, like most people say, well, God is this and, you know, God is that. No, it's not God. He's truth. Jesus is truth. And if we're not getting what we need in our life, it's because we are not entering in to who he is, which is truth. We have to make an adjustment. And as you know, pride keeps people from saying, I'm not right. What I believe is wrong. There's a reason for why I believe, an experience or a theologian or a pastor or granny or whatever, but it's wrong, and if it's wrong, it's wrong. If the door's pretty, but it's wrong, or if the door's ugly, and it's, it's wrong, because truth is the dividing line in your life. And so... Now, you ought to write this down. Facing truth is the beginning of freedom. And the scripture on that is the Lord Jesus said, you shall know the truth. And the truth, that truth that you know, will what? Set you free. So if we're not free in any area, it's not that God, God's waiting on, you know, his timing or God has another reason or he needed a rose. None of that is true. It's that we are not lining up. We're not pursuing and operating and after truth. I am the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets anything good, heaven, on earth without going through truth. Now, there's things that are true, but they're not truth. 
because they can change. The distance from here to the moon is so many thousands of miles. And you go, that's true. Well, that's, that's the average or that's yesterday, but it, it, the moon, could it's elliptical or it's, it's got an oval orbit or something. It's, it's not every day, so it's true, but it's not truth. This never changes. You can bank on it. And if you bank on it today, it, you can, it'll be good tomorrow. And this is where we have to pursue. Religion wants to get off on things that are derived from truth, but they, they, they meet an answer in their lives, like divorce or something like that. Well, I know that's true, but we believe that God, this, that, and the other. And it's, it's just not it. So truth makes you strong. Because you're free. When you're free, you're strong. Truth makes you strong. The more truth you have in your life, the more that you're unwilling to get off of the track of truth. And, and the devil, you know, he, he is the, Jesus said, you are of your father and he is the father of lies. Sometimes you can tell what's truth and not if you can find out what the source is. If the devil said it, you know it's not the truth. You know it's not the way. If you can find the source of what's said. Jesus said, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and destroy. I am come that they might have life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. The truth brings life. It is the way, but it also is the way to life. Jesus is everything. He's everything. There is no something else, and he's the main event. He is everything, and everything that is good. The Father said, he said, every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, in whom there's no variableness or shadow. There is no almost truth. Well, God, God sometimes uh, uh, puts an accident in your life or takes a job away from you or whatever because he's got a bigger purpose. No shadow of turning. He can get there without the devil. He can handle it by truth. The answer is here. The answer is always here, and there is no other answer. And if you found an answer that's not here, you hadn't found the answer. Well, that time I told you all about selling my house to a member in my church, and, and we co-signed the note. It wasn't truth. It was a good shot. It should have worked. But, boy, the devil blew that up. I found the letter the other day in my files where it says, uh, the Billings did this, but they, they, it wasn't their fault. It's my fault, and, and, I, and I messed them up. And you give this letter to a lender, and they decide whether it blew up. It wasn't truth. So let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Hallelujah. Now, y'all don't get so somber because you love truth. We're just keeping every, we have a little review every once in a while to keep everybody, you just adjust and make sure that you hadn't got one wheel off the, off the road, that you're not over crossing that big yellow line in the middle. There's a truck coming. <laughs> Get back in your lane. That's all we're doing is checking our lane. Y'all give me no comfort whatsoever, whatsoever. Well, let's just talk about truth then. It says in verse 17, now here's one that'll blow some stuff up. For our light affliction. So we do have affliction. Jesus said in the world you'll have tribulation. Here Paul said you have affliction, which is pressure, which is adversity. 
There's, well, if it's God, the door will be open. No, it won't. Well, if it's not God, the door will be closed. That's not true. There's adversity. Sometimes the door you're supposed to go through is closed. And you've got to speak to the mountain, tell it, get out of my way. I'm coming through. Well, if I, you know, if God wanted me healed, I'd feel better. That, that's not it. If he wanted us rich, he'd give us money. We'd all be, you know, we'd all have plenty of money and I don't have any. There's adversity. There's a devil. There's a curse in the world. There's, there's the flesh that's carnal. It's, that's not true. But our, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, say a little bit. It's not supposed to be long seasons of, of under the, the load. It could be you just start, got a poverty. You was raised in poverty. I was. I was raised in lack. And uh, good people, good people. My folks were good people. But we were just lean. We were buying a farm in West Texas. And so I was raised out of the thrift store at the, at the base. I had cardboard insoles in my shoes because the shoes were two sizes too big. And that, but they were cheap, and that's the shoes I wore to school. And if you ever took your shoes off, your cardboard came out. Very embarrassing. Very hard on me. Very hard on me growing up with that sort of thing. Ever, all the other Air Force kids, they had regular shoes because their daddy wasn't buying a farm in West Texas. They, Dad was in the long haul. But my little life, I was in the short haul. I was going to school every day. Yeah, you know what I mean. So our light affliction, which is, which is but for a moment, worketh for us. So it can work for you if you know what it is. If you deal with truth, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Why is that? Because we get in faith. Because we get into truth. We, we pull off whatever led us into that adversity, to that affliction, whatever situation it is that we don't like, that doesn't line up with who we are and what we have and what we can do. And we, we adjust. We say, something's working outside of truth here. We're going to find it. We're going to apply truth. And so we apply truth and it lasts but for a moment. And it has a long term. We grow in faith. You know, that's how, that's how uh, I told you all I'm going to the gym now. They laugh, but I'm still going. Amen. And, and, and I'm going up. I'm hitting that button, and I'm staying on the treadmill longer. And I got me a 3% grade now. Don't laugh. That's, that's it's big potatoes for me. The guy over next to me, his looks like a, like, like, uh, yeah, it looks like this, 45, and he's, he's hanging on and going up this hill, and I'm, I came in after him, and I left before him, and he's still over there pounding it. But I got my little thing going, and I'm, I'm working it. But it's all based on resistance. I'm stronger now because I resisted that treadmill. I first came in there. <laughs> I was a snowflake. I turned it on and off in the same, you know, we, we, we didn't do anything, and I was gone. But... Because I didn't have anything. But now I got something. And adversity or resistance gives you something, if you react right, to push back and say, not on my watch. I'm not having this headache. I'm not having this stomach problem. I'm pushing back. And this thing caused me to grow in my faith because I wouldn't have grown there if I hadn't had this thing to push back on. So we push back, and it says there. But look in verse, uh, the next verse is where we're going, verse 18. So we, we push back 
while we look not at the things which are seen. So he's telling us that there's a way to push back. There's a way to live by faith. And this is for everybody. You, you and I are constantly um, um, uh, there's a contradiction. The word says, by his stripes I am healed. Does it say that in yours? By his stripes ye were healed. But there's a contradiction because I'm sicker than a dog. I feel terrible. It looks bad. The doctor says it is bad. There's a contradiction between this, which is truth, and my body, which is sick. My money, which is little. There's a contradiction. So we have to, he says, we have to look not at the things which are seen. So the, the truth sometimes is unseen. Is that right? The, the word says he became poor that I through his poverty might be made rich. I don't feel rich. I'm not my checkbook. If I, I, we don't, we're not going to write that check. Because the bank calls when you write that check. <laughs> and they said, you did a bad thing yesterday. So what's the contradiction? It's that you're looking at things which you're seeing. And he said, you got to get over it. you got to keep looking, but you got to look at something else. We, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Because he said, just like he did in 17, for the things which are seen are temporal. Our light affliction, which is but for a moment. You get your faith on it and it doesn't last long. There's no such thing. I Listen, this is where I came from. This is where word of faith was. This is where I was. Is that if you get prayed for back in 1998 for something, the anointing is still working and you need to just not get hands laid on you again. And so here it is, 2018, 20 years later, and you're still dealing with it. That's crazy. Go get somebody to pray for you. Go get some, Truth is, is... It's true, but you've got to you've got to activate the truth inside of you. Come on, because so no, no, God's it's 20 years. God's working out something. That's not truth. He's not working out something. He works out something in you by not through your body, but through your spirit. He brings truth to you. He chastens us with truth. He tells us the truth. Well, we want more. Lord, I, do, is there anything else you can send me? I want more than just truth. That's all you're getting. Faith doesn't get a, a, a meeny, meeny tinkle for, for La Farsi, that thing that where, where God scratched it on the wall to, was it Hezekiah? He got that, but you and I aren't getting it. He doesn't give the fleece, where you put the fleece out, and if it's wet in the morning, it means yes. If it's dry in the morning, it means you're not getting You're not getting the, the Urim and the Tumen, where you roll these bones, and however the Lord makes them come up, you know what to do. We, you don't get that. You get this. By his stripes ye were healed. Well, I, I kind of get a little more explanation about that. Look not at the things which are seen, which are temporal, but look at the things which are not seen, which are eternal. Well, I want more. Well, that is the faith fight. That's all. The, that's the faith fight is keeping yourself on the things which are not seen, keeping yourself on the truth. Well, the truth's not barking at you. The truth's not yelling at you. The truth's not hollering at you. But, but that boo-boo is. That, that I, we need groceries and there's nothing in the purse is hollering. It's screaming. It's, it's yelling at you, saying, we ain't got it. 
So you got you to turn that off, don't you? And you got to turn this up. Well, I feel so bad I'm not going to church today. Wow, that's a mistake. That's contrary to the word. Well, God just doesn't care. If he cared about me and my babies, he would, he would do something. He did. He sent the truth. And the truth will set you free, but you got to know it. So you got to be around someone that's not hurting, that's not broke, that's got groceries. And they'll sit there and say, honey, I've been through this and the word works for me. It'll work for you. You got to have that. You got to have someone in church that just sits there, doesn't know anything about your situation, but by the Holy Ghost just ministers and it answers your problem. That's why you come to church. Not because you turn your list in and say, would you preach on this this morning? We got a few questions and we'd like a few answers. You just stand up. Preach the word, and it, the Holy Ghost just makes you hear what you need to hear or, or uh, me to say. So there is a maintenance to walking by faith. Now turn with me to Romans chapter 10. You can't just get in faith back in, 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 the, in the day. You may have used to be in faith about things, but there's a maintenance to faith. You expend faith every day, and it is a measurable commodity. It has a shelf life. It has a time on you uh, that if you don't renew yourself in the word, you're going to get behind in your faith life. You're not going to have enough to meet the, lot, the day. It says in Romans 10, 17. Uh, no, not 10, 17. Excuse me. Uh, uh, 10, 17. Excuse me. So then faith, yours says cometh, but and that's right, certainly, but... At least we know faith arises by hearing and hearing by the word. Well, what's this talking about? It's just talking about anything. F faith in engineering arises by hearing and hearing by the word of engineering. We've all got faith in the light switch. Up is on, down is off. Water, hot water to the left, cold water. We know how things work. Um, so we get faith by hearing it and understanding it. Well, faith, if you want to have the God kind of faith, if you want truth, you got to hear truth. You got to hear, you got to renew it over and over. But it fades, it wanes, it, it weakens with time. As you expend your faith in the day, then your faith is used up. It's not like it just is a bottomless thing. You have to renew it. You have to re, because the things which are seen, your bills and your body and, and everything, they are hollering at you and they are depleting or diminishing or putting pressure on your faith that says, by his stripes I am healed. He became poor that I through his poverty might be made rich. My God has supplied all of my need. Those things are diminished under a constant barrage of the scene, the herd, the world. So you got to get in there and you got to tank up on the unseen. Truth. Because truth cannot fail. Can Jesus fail? Will Jesus let us down? Well, did he ever say, you know, it's, we're having a little reconstruction up in heaven. I, it may be Tuesday before we can get back to you. No, he's on time every time. So we have to, we have to, he is truth and he cannot fail. Truth cannot fail. I just got to say it again. Truth cannot fail. It will not fail. It will do it. So, well, I have an instance or I have an experience. It wasn't truth that failed. There's many components in your experience, and truth was one of them, but it, it did not fail. It wasn't activated. It wasn't implemented. It had, a little, it had a little caveat in it that says, well, I believe that, but. 
I believe God takes a lot of time to heal or he, you know, he knows best about our money. You hear people say all the time, God never let me have much money because he knew I would run off and do crazy things with it. I'd go to Vegas if he gave me much money so he couldn't give me much. You just hear junk mess like that and you go, yeah, I, yeah, you're broke and there's a reason for it. And so it doesn't work. Uh, it takes constant, verse 18, it takes, excuse me, verse 18 where we were. It takes constant focus to master the contradiction. Is there a contradiction in your life? Absolutely. What's showing up is not what the Word says. Not every day, not in every part of every day. If anybody in here has ever had a symptom or a pain or anything, that is a contradiction to, I am a born-again child of God, and Jesus paid the price for my healing, my health, my wholeness. I am fully redeemed in my body, and I should never have anything wrong with me. But here it is. That's a contradiction. And you have to, you have, to have a focus on that contradiction to eliminate that out of your life. It's got to go. And the sooner you make it go, the better it is, because the contradiction will always get bigger. The Word's not hollering at you. The Word is not hollering at you, unless you've got, you know, a tape in the, in the deal or you're reading it. It's not hollering at you, unless you can meditate it and say, and we should, by His stripes, I'm healed. Himself bear my own sins in his body on the tree that I, having lived to righteousness, should have died to, to sin, should live unto righteousness. By his stripes I was healed. That is, that's the truth, but if you don't have that, the symptoms win him. And you have to face down the contradiction. Why is this thing going on? I will apply truth to it. It's a conflict that has to be settled. Now, for here, it's not an issue, but some people can even go to their salvation. That's why we're teaching spirit, soul, and body. So we can find out that once we become a new creation in Christ, we cannot lose our salvation. you got to know that. Because you never will get to healing and to prosperity and supply if you don't even know if you're a child of God or if you're going to heaven because of some boo-boo you committed. If you think God is judging something you did in the lowly and insignificant flesh, he's going he's gonna to deal with your spirit man without the body on an eternal basis, he's going to deal with your destiny based on something that you did or didn't do, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Well, I thought bad thoughts, or I had pornography, or I had a divorce, or I had an abortion, or I, I had an extra, you know, whatever, whatever people do. If you think that that's going to affect your eternal salvation, you don't know who you are inside then you can't ever get to this truth because that's the main truth. Your spirit man stands alone. I'm, I'm off on that, but it stands alone. Once you're born again, once, if, anybody, if anybody be in Christ, once you're in Christed, it doesn't matter what you do in your body. Serial murderer, whatever. Now, you're going to get no reward, and you're going to have lots of trouble in your life. When we sin, sin answers. It says, that'll cost you. It's death. You'll lose your job. You'll lose your marriage. You'll lose, your, you'll lose it. But you're still going to heaven. Because our bodies aren't going to heaven anyway. Not this body anyway. Aren't you glad? 
Now, they say you will be what you were at your best age in heaven. That's the body you're getting. I was hoping for a little upgrade. About right here. <laughs> I'm thinking 5'10 would be good. What do y'all think I'd look like at 5'10"? <laughs> oh, my. Well, amen. Uh, where would we go here? Let's go, to Ma- let's go to Matthew chapter 6, and then we'll quit. Now, wh- how do you know you're in faith? How do you know truth is prevailing? Because there's a contradiction, isn't there? There's a contradiction in our lives. Every day you get up with a contradiction. Every day you're going to face some contradiction, something that presents itself as truth, um, for instance, you could say, well, the doctor says I have a pre, he doesn't, but I'm talking about just an example. Uh, you have a precancerous condition. You got some skin things here that are precancerous. And did you, did your mother or your father, and they'll start digging into that and you go, well, yeah, or your heart or diabetes or anything like that. They'll, they'll start digging around They say, and they'll say, well, oh, oh, well, there, there it is. It has nothing to do with you. But if you accept it, or if you say, oh, that's why. No, it's the curse. No, it's steal, kill, and destroy. It's not mama. It's not, it's not eating fish oil that makes you healthy. Don't get me started. If we spent, I got started. If we spent any time on the Word like we spend on getting healthy, we'd be healthy. But now bodily exercise does profit a little, but, but uh, that is, it's, not, it's not who we are. Okay, so how do you know you're in faith? First of all, we know faith knows. Faith knows. Well, I don't know for sure. Well, you're not in faith. You're, you're a lot of things. You're a positive thinker, you're, you got good confession, but you're not in faith. Faith knows what truth is and cannot be blowed off of truth. You will know the truth, and the truth you know will set you free. Faith knows. Tra- faith has locked on to truth, and doesn't really, that really may not know, you know, what does precancerous, what does mama's, doesn't know that stuff, but knows Jesus paid the price for my healing, and that's the end of it. Don't know much anything. I know that. So faith knows. And if you don't know, you're not in faith. It's not, it's not fatal if you get in faith. But it just means you've got to go tank up on this. Faith cometh or arises by hearing. And there's no alternative. There's no like, well, I go to church and I'm in the nursery. No. Well, I give big. No. Well, mama's in the graveyard behind the church. No. I watch Christian television, mostly the, the singing and the, you know, doodle doodle No. It comes from meditating the word over and over. Not even the hearing here is not just like I heard it. Because you can put the radio on and go down the road and it be going and it came through your, your sense realm, but it didn't mean you heard it meditated it, dug it out, and dealt with the contradictions in your own heart with that. Number two, faith rests. Excuse me, faith speaks. 
excuse me, I, I got messed it up. Faith, faith speaks. Now, where we came from in word of faith, I got to quit. But where we came from in word of faith is, uh, and I was, I was the chief perpetrator of this that's not true, or it's not exactly true, is we said or believed or put out there that if you just confessed by stripes I'm healed, that that is speaking the truth, and that means it's a reality. But that's not, that's not true. 2 Corinthians 4, uh, uh, 13 says that, this is important or I wouldn't do it. It says, uh, we have the same spirit of faith as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. We believe and therefore speak. What it means is, is that faith down in here, when it is developed or when it is attached itself to truth and knows truth, that, that, that truth, truth will speak. If you're not in faith, but you're speaking truth or true things, it's coming out of here. Well, I'm healed. I'm healed. Well, when's the last time you've been in the Word? Well, it was, our, it was July, I believe, we had a little Bible study. No, no, that came out of here. We all have a memory or a knowledge or a, 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 an ability to recall, and you can project things out of your mouth from your head that are true, but until they come out of here, they're not truth. Truth will move the mountain. So people have said to the mountain, be removed, but it was out of their head. They didn't have a conviction. And they come back in three days and you say, well, how's it doing? Well, I hope it, I, I hope it moved. I hope this. No, 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 no. You spoke out of your head. So you got to get down here. Well, down here, truth will speak on its own. You don't have to come up with a confession that says, well, every day I get up and just confess I'm healed. And I close the little confession book, and then I go off my merry way. But then the doctor said a week later, well, you still got it. It's worse. Well, how's that? Because it came out of here. There's no creative power out of here. The only thing you can do out of here is speak unto this down here. You can speak out of your head, by his stripes I'm healed, and you can meditate that, reading or speaking, and build this up. But until this is built up, until it can speak on its own, till somebody comes up behind you and, and, uh, and startles you and you say the truth because it came out of here, then it, came, it comes out of here. I don't know if that's clear or not, but, but that's how it's got to happen. People that say they got born again because they went down to the front, which is what happened to me at Oklahoma Street Baptist Church in Tampa, Florida. I went down to the front with my dad and they, they said, do you, do you want to receive Jesus? And I looked at my dad and said, he said, yeah, 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 you do. I, I did not get born again that day because it was a head thing. I was not born again that day because it did not come out of here. I believe Jesus Christ is, the, is my Savior and my Lord. It, that didn't come until later on my own. And I didn't have a, a confrontational experience. I just believed. Have y'all ever had that happen where you just believe something without actually having an encounter where you decide? That's what happened to me. It was so unfortunate that it happened that way, but we just didn't know. It's got to come out of here. So you got to build this. You got to build this. You got to be easily persuaded to believe. You can't be saying, well, I heard what he said, but I don't know if that's right. Well, you got to go, got to get in the word. You got to get in the word and say, and find out which way it is. 
Is the pastor right? Do y'all believe me? You ought to believe me up to a point, but you ought to go find out. Is this in the word? So we just, we pile scriptures on. I got all those little yellow things. That's all scripture. I got some on the backside. By the way, we're just right here on the first page. <laughs> but we, we use scripture. We use the word. Because it's the only thing that will keep you going and make you a winner. You cannot win without the Word. Only truth will always win. Besides love. Love always wins. Here it is. I didn't get to that other. Faith, faith knows, speaks, rests, and makes plans. But we'll just go to this Matthew 6 and we'll be done. It says in Matthew 6, here, here this is us. This is who we are. Matthew 6, 17. Says... Not 17, 34. Okay, take therefore no thought for tomorrow. Let's go back up to 31. It says, therefore take no thought saying, saying, take no thought saying. So you're going to have thoughts. The devil's going to put thoughts in your head, but don't say them. Well, I feel like I'm probably going to die this month. I feel like hell. I, th I feel like I'm going to. Don't say it. Don't, don't give something out of your mouth for the devil to bring to pass. Therefore, uh, take no thought saying, what shall we eat, what shall we drink, or where all shall we be clothed? It's talking about life. Don't talk about your body and, and the needs of it. And we'll talk about this next week if we can. The Lord has got a daily plan for us. Say every day. Every day. Well, I'd like to have a little rainy day fund. We all would. Because then we wouldn't have to be in faith. You've heard people say, I'm down to my last hundred thousand. What are we going to do? Well, you know, they have a relative life compared to you and me. Or to me, I'll say, I don't know about you. We never got down to our, our we're down to our last hundred is more what I'm thinking. <laughs> hundred, not hundred thousand, hundred. So the Lord's got a daily plan. If you're eating and you're sleeping and you're drinking and you've got clothes, he thinks you're good. Because he's got a reload for tomorrow. Tomorrow is a whole nother reload. Well, why don't we know that? Because we don't trust him. And we can't trust him until we have truth down here that's been verified. Yep, truth works. I was sick one time and I applied truth and truth won. I was uh, poor one time, I had need, and I called on truth and truth won. So we're down to our last $100. Won't be a problem. Tomorrow we'll have everything we need. Because sometimes he wants you to buy a car and he wants you to pay cash. So you're going to have to have some money. So it doesn't mean like we're trying to get rid of money and get down to 100 It just means that you don't get panicky. Today's not car buying day. It's, it's, uh, it's tacos and, and salmon and tuna it's that day. Oh. Oh, here it is. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow. Verse 34. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. I love that. Tomorrow shall take thought of the things itself. Here it is. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Today. He's got today covered. He's a day. He proved it in manna times. Yay, yay. Father, 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 we thank you that your word is truth, you are truth, and you have never, ever failed us. 
Religion has, the devil has, our flesh has, our unrenewed mind has. Well-meaning Christians have, but you, O oh Lord, have never failed, never even been close. It's never been a strain for you. It's never been hard for you because truth always gets it. Because you always get it, Lord Jesus, and you are truth. So right now, I surrender everything in me that's, that blames you. And, and I take a reload, Lord, and say, if anything's never worked, I, don't, I take you out of the blame picture. I, I would just repent of anything that you'd ever done that you said, you know, God didn't really come through for me because that's still working in your life. It, it was, it's a lie. He did not fail you. You just didn't know enough to win. You didn't know enough to be free. You didn't know enough to be strong. And the devil got you. The world got you. The curse got you. So, Father, we just start over right now. Jesus is totally able to take care of me in every situation, in every in everything, Lord. He is more than enough. And, Lord, I trust him. I trust you, and I trust the Lord Jesus. I trust you. And everything that doesn't trust you, Lord, I I will deal with it with your word until it's gone, till it's diminished, till it's a non-factor. Thank you for loving us and giving us truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's it, y'all. Darling? The offering? Did we not take the offering? Let's take an offering. Joey's got an envelope.